why I'm really happy because I feel confident in making things. If you tell me, Pat, you have to go there, I'm going to go there. What is going on, futurists? Good morning. It is Michael Zakan, the founder and creator of Our Future. We are the go-to podcast and media brand telling short, exciting stories about the business world to you, the young professional, so you can look to unlock your future. And today I have an incredible entrepreneurship episode lined up for you with Mr. Pat Mignon. Pat is from France and has worked in the media industry pretty much his entire career. Now he is the founder and CEO of The Arsenal, which he founded in 2015. The Arsenal, its tagline is, it's the most insane garage in the world. And it in fact is cars, yachts, motorbikes, bicycles. I mean, pretty much anything James Bond would be interested in, The Arsenal has. And it's a very, very ridiculous business. And that's why I'm super excited to bring you the founder, Mr. Pat Mignon. I'm, I'm convinced you're a James Bond villain, man. I mean, it's incredible what you've built. I've been riding motorcycles and driving fast cars since I was, you know, b- before I was even old enough to drive. So I'd love to kick this thing off. Like, what is the arsenal? Like, tell me, tell me. So I'm uh, 44 years old. I'm coming from France, Paris. Um, I'm, I've always been obsessed about uh, a lot of things. I'm a hungry man. So uh, when I was a kid, I was collecting magazines. I was obsessed about everything, every detail. I was opening uh, the, the box, the toys, and, uh, and that obsession um, uh, stayed the same all my life. And uh, when I was 20, I started my first car magazine. It was called Intersection, like uh, Intersection of Roads. And it was talking about uh, cars, but not just cars, cars, planes, yachts, um, mobility. Because I okay. think car is a bit boring at the end of the day. Staying on the road is a bit boring. I was always creating my own stuff. But above, above that, I was creating crazy experience. I have done one of the, some of the most crazy shooting in cars industry. I have put some, some cars like an Audi TT in a swimming pool. I have hanged some cars wow. uh, 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 down to an helicopter. I have uh, made insane. car it sounds like something out of the movies right there. I mean, it's crazy because I'm 20. I'm 20 right now, and I want to build the number one business podcast for my generation. And it's so cool how you got started when you were when you were 20 as well. Uh, but but the Arsenal is so much more than a magazine, right? It's so much yeah. more than a publication. So I started the Arsenal. I was uh, looking for the name. I was in, in Venezia with my wife, and uh, I discovered that the Arsenal was the first shipyard in the 16th century really? operated by Marco Polo. And Marco Polo was was building yachts and, and ships to travel the world and discover the, the world. And he called it the Arsenal. That was his it name was for his, his fleet. Got it. Exactly. And it's also and like weapons and lethal, dangerous. It's just got the right connotation for a brand, right? Exactly. Exactly. You are right. Uh, so three years, I would call it in days because when you have a startup like that, which is going like this, like this you need to, to work every day. So I have worked 900 days, 1,000 days on the project. And I'm super, super happy because the, the growth is incredible. Uh, we we have incredible KPIs. We are doing crazy things. And it's a no-limit project, and it's super cool to operate. Yeah. A bit stressful, like every business, but it's uh, it's going in a crazy cool direction. Tell me about your business model. Do you operate as like a dealer, for example? So you bring in cars and take a cut on the commission, bring it in your showroom. Kind of how does this all work? How does this all work from a business model side? Model is always important to define, but when you when you, a business model and especially now is it, changing is something changing a lot. So basically, we are the market online marketplace. So we were referencing products, pushing them on the social media, getting clients, and working in dropshipping. We don't buy anything. 
I mean, stock stock is the is the, is the worst. So we don't sell the product. We 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 we, uh, we sell. We, we find the client. We sell the product, and the product is sent to the to the clients uh, by the suppliers. And sure. then we uh, open uh, our first concept store in Miami Design District, and then we open our second store in Macau. And now the crazy thing with with that is that we are uh, selling the concept like a license uh, in countries. Really? Uh, yeah, that's that's wow. the brilliant that's the brilliant thing. So if you want Franchise. the Arsenal, if you are uh, Steve Wynn at the Wynn and you want the Arsenal, we can deliver the global experience because there is no point for 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 company now to rent a space to buy a product to hire your staff. It's 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 old school. It was good yeah. for the for ten years ago. So now we provide such a big uh, experience, I call, it, I call it a retail experience, that we drive traffic, we drive PR, uh, and we, we, we fill a space with a crazy experience. So our store in, in, in Macau is uh, uh, 25,000 square feet. It's a huge thing. And people get into the stores into, to, to discover the new drones, the new concept cars. Yeah, so you have, you have a spot in Miami. It's amazing. You even have Michael Schumacher's exhaust converted into like a speaker I saw. So... It really is. A, it is a dreamland. Like what the physical space you've built. Tell me why it's important for companies to have like a physical retail space. Like everyone's talking about, oh, just do online, like drop ship. Like why is it important for the arsenal to have like a physical presence people can visit? Second good question. It's 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 important because we when we talk about an experience, uh, you know, we are saying, oh, digital is the new thing, but. At the end of the day, you need to meet people. You need to get an interaction. You need to show them the product. You you are talking about, you, you are already like blasted about the stories of that Michael Schumacher exhaust, but you, you, can't, you can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't feel it, you can't see it, you can't hear the sound. So we really need to, 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 to see you. And the conversion is, is, is 100 times better in, in life. And especially for that sort of product. And when you arrive in, 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 in Miami, I will show you and open the door later and show you the, the, the space. It's like a, a mind-blowing space. So uh, you cannot deliver that experience online. Online is good to reach the people. It's sure. good to show to the world. But when you arrive in our space, it, people are, it's funny because the, every single people entering the space are telling myself, what's that? What's that space? So by, obviously it's a store. So, uh, and uh, the wow effect is super important. It's unbelievable. So tell me what it's, what is it like to work with these ultra high net worth buyers? Like, are they fickle? Like, how do they, like, how do they work? Um, cause what I, what I, cause you said it earlier, like the richest guys, like they aren't flaunting on social media. Like the guys with the biggest car collections, they don't talk about it. They, they keep that shit under lock and key. So what no, is it like not- to work? What is it like to work with the actually qualified buyers as opposed to the peanut gallery? It, 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 it's uh, it's funny because it's it's so true. Um, the more followers you have, the less money you have. <laughs> uh, people with a million followers, uh, they are generally uh, kids in their uh, bedroom. Parents, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that that's true. Uh, the real billionaires. Uh, it's funny because I I'm always doing that sort of meeting with my team to explain them. Uh, a billionaire, uh, he barely has Instagram. Uh, but if he has Instagram, because that's one of the main social media now for reaching and talking to the people uh, in a visual experience, they already, they have like a thousand followers or even less. They have 50 pictures. Pictures are really random. But if you look and you dig into the content, it's showing a little bit of cigar, a watch or a dog. Or So it's funny because they they don't like to show up. So the real ones. 
So, and the, the relation we have, I, I have a really a, a bunch of crazy clients. Uh, I'm not going to give names. I saw you hanging uh, out with Tiffany Trump too on Instagram. Like you're hanging out with yeah, some yeah, very yeah. well-connected people. I had, a, I had a date with her. No, I'm joking. No, she's, <laughs> she's super cool. Uh, she, she became a friend. She come to the stores. Uh, I was in, in the stores and I saw uh, 10 uh, Escalade coming and I say, oh my God, what's happening? Oh, and uh, she get out and say, no, I heard about the stores. And same for Lil Pump, uh, same you, for Nikita. Super villains, man. You're working with super villains. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but so selling selling a Gucci bag for $25,000 to Lil Pump and delivering... Uh, Lil Pump? <laughs> nice. Nice. Bag in a cloudy uh, house uh, under a way. It's, it's fun. And the day after, you deal with Tiffany Trump. And the day after, you, you deal with a Czech, which name is uh, uh, Hal Saud, uh, like, the, like the country. And uh, the day after, okay. you deal with a huge CEO. Um, so, and the funny thing is, you know, these guys, they have seen everything, okay? Yeah, they, they have. have. And my goal is to try to blast them one more time. So to- Right, right. They're jaded. They're jaded. They've seen, they've been able to buy everything they want. And that's now you're it. bringing them even more cool toys. Exactly, exactly. But that's what I love in my job. It's, it's really the relationship uh, with, with the human people. And I get a lot of attention on that. I deliver the best experience. Like you, I also have an admiration for people who build vehicles because it really is a difficult thing to do. And it's the, the, the passion is unrivaled in any other industry for building like a vehicle. So I brought on various mobility entrepreneurs onto my show, including Patrick Leahy at Triton Submarines. Have you heard of those guys? Triton? Yeah. yeah and they did the Aston Martin submarine. That would be, that. that's a cool one for sure. So there's a lot of, lot of cool vehicles I've been exposed to, but why don't you tell me like, what is the coolest thing you've seen lately? Your biggest, the biggest car you're a fan of, bit coolest submarine, plane, whatever, what, what have you, what do you? I'm obsessed about the, what I, I have invented a new, a new term, which is the third road. So you have the floor uh, and you have the air. And in between, there is a space which is not used actually. And uh, there is a new market for that. It's called AAV, so autonomous uh, vehicles for the air or VTUL. It's like a the hovercraft, like a hovercraft or is a hoverboard no, type thing. Or no, no drones. Okay, yeah. So drones. Okay. All right, that's not. Uh, it's not like an helicopter. An helicopter fly like this. A drone has a cinematic, which is really different. And when you look at that market, there are fifty-two players on the market. Fifty-two brands who want to enter that market. You have Boeing. You have Dassault. You have, but you have also some company like Eong, Volocopter, Vertical Aerospace, first brand you never heard about. And yeah, some of them are working. Nasdaq. So I'm on it. And uh, I decided to uh, to meet the biggest one, which is called Ehong. So Ehong, they are made in Guangzhou. Guangzhou is close to Shenzhen. It's in China. It's called mainland China. It's difficult to get in. It's far. So I was no. coming. I drove like eight hours. I was I had a meeting with the CEO. And I, when I do meetings, generally people know me and welcome me well. And the guy was like quite cold and... He didn't really understand what I was telling him because I'm not. What did buying. he want to buy? What did he want to buy? We had a great meeting. It was amazing. And uh, at the end of the meeting, he told me, "Would you like to test the the drone?" I said, "Yeah, let's let's go." And uh, that was my biggest experience ever. Were I'm you going to ride in this by... thing. Yeah, so you don't you drive. You this... sit. Yeah, you sit on the on the drone. It's a two seater drone. <laughs> it's it's controlled by AI. So it's a robot who drives you. And I made a 20, 26 minutes flight at 60 miles ground in China, around China. In China. And it was amazing. How was that amazing, legal? Amazing. I mean, they, they have like drone. That was 
that was regular. Like, how do they allow that? That's crazy. For the moment, it's it's the beginning of the of the of the process. So uh, it's really yeah. the the starting points. I mean, we're seeing a lot of companies get into this, including Joby Aviation, which is based here yeah. Uh, yeah. in Santa Cruz, where I'm from. Uh, but anyhow, it's it, it's it's quite ridiculous, man. Uh, the kind of the uh, opportunities and experiences you get as a mobility in the center of the mobility verse, because it's such an exciting industry to watch. Like you've kind of built your own Disneyland for yourself, and like you're the star of your own universe. Um, you know how, how how do you reflect on that, and what advice would you give to the 20 year old today who wants to do what you did and build their own thing? Yeah. Okay. So. Um... It's all about the mindsets. It's all about you. You talk about you, you said uh, I built my Disneyland. Uh, I think we are all the uh, the writers of our own uh, Bible uh, books scenario. Call it as as you want. It's it's it looks simple to say, but it's it's something quite easy to understand. If you want to reach that, you need to be fully committed. You need to work as a bitch because nothing is coming without work. And me, I had, I had been super lucky because some people, they have that mindset and some of our people, they don't. And I mean, I respect everyone. And if you want to stay where you are and if you are happy with that, the most important is to be healthy and happy and being a good person. But uh, when you get a little bit of, uh, of genius, when you get a little bit of, of envy to do things, when you have some objectives, uh, this is a chance because some people, they don't have any objective. And when you, get, when you are 20, me, when I was 20, my objective was the same. I wanted to be the worst, world most creative, famous people in the car industry, become perhaps the CEO of General Motors, getting my magazine, getting my agency, working for Formula One, having my stores in Miami and Macau. And it was clear, and I've done everything to succeed. And every day, I love the term resilience, you know, resilience, being resilient. Every day you get back on it, and every day you try to do it better. And working as, as a machine, I was I was sending 300 mails a day. I was making five meetings. I was I was really hot on the thing. And uh, and after after 20 years, it's space because now I get interview. I get my reconnaissance. I got, I got my stores. So I, I'm it's still difficult. Huh? I, I'm not rich. I'm super rich with because I'm French. So in France, we are rich when we have things in, into the mind and the earth. And so I got a, a, a huge culture, uh, and I'm super happy in my life because. Why I'm really happy because I feel confident in making things. If you tell me, Pat, you have to go there, I'm going to go there. So you are lucky because you are like that too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pat Mignon, the founder of The Arsenal, the most insane garage in the world, sharing his career advice from a long career in media. He really has created his own little Disneyland, his own universe of the most exciting vehicles and cars that he's really passionate about. So it was a fantastic interview for anyone who wants to go and build their own dream. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. We're currently at 60. I really want to grow my show reviews. Really need your help to get them up on the iTunes platform so our show gets more discovered. And as always, I want you guys to do one main thing and that is stay frosty. 